Welcome to Philosophy Pod. In today's episode, we're going to explore Robert Nozick's views on government. Robert Nozick, a prominent figure in late 20th century political philosophy, is best known for his defense of libertarianism, a position that emphasizes the rights of individuals and is skeptical of the redistributive functions of the state. His most influential work, Anarchy, State, and Utopia, written in 1974, serves as a counter to John Rawls's A Theory of Justice, and it outlines his vision of a minimal state and critiques more expansive views of state power. Central to Nozick's philosophy is the idea of the minimal state. He argues that the only legitimate state is one that restricts its activities to the protection of individual rights, specifically against force, theft, and fraud. This means that the state could maintain a police force, an army, and courts, but it wouldn't involve itself in redistributive measures or social welfare programs. For Nozick, any state activity beyond these protective roles violates individual rights. The heart of Nozick's argument is his entitlement theory of justice, which consists of three core principles. Number one, the principle of justice in acquisition. This addresses the question of how people come to own things in the first place. If a person acquires property or goods without violating anyone else's rights, for instance through voluntary exchange or by finding unclaimed resources, then that acquisition is just. Number two, the principle of justice in transfer. This concerns how property or goods can be exchanged. Nozick contends that as long as a transfer of property or goods takes place through voluntary exchange, without fraud or force, then that transfer is just. And number three, the principle of rectification. In cases where the first two principles are violated, this principle deals with rectifying injustices. It addresses situations where property or goods have been acquired or transferred unjustly and ensures corrective measures. For Nozick, any redistribution by the state that does not adhere to these principles is unjust. This includes many forms of taxation, particularly for redistributed purposes. In his view, taking from one individual and giving to another, even if for a noble cause like reducing inequality, is a violation of the original individual's rights. A significant portion of Anarchy, State, and Utopia is devoted to a critique of redistributive theories of justice, particularly John Rawls's theory. Rawls had argued that inequalities in society are only just if they benefit the least well-off. Nozick countered that such a redistributive approach doesn't respect individual rights, and that justice isn't about ensuring a particular distributional pattern, but about respecting the voluntary choices and transactions of individuals. Despite his minimalist stance on the state's role, Nozick did not neglect the idea of a utopian society. He argued that there's no one-size-fits-all utopia, but instead he envisioned a framework for utopias, where various communities with different rules and values could coexist. Individuals would be free to join or leave these communities as they wished. For Nozick, this pluralistic vision respects individual choices and allows for a multitude of utopias to flourish side by side. Robert Nozick's political philosophy has garnered both admiration and criticism. Here are two of the most notable critiques of his views. 
The first is on his ideas of distributive justice and historical entitlement. Nozick's entitlement theory is rooted in the idea that if goods are justly acquired and transferred, any resulting distribution is just, regardless of any resulting inequalities. Critics argue that it's nearly impossible, especially in complex modern societies, to trace back to a just starting point of acquisition. Many acquisitions have historical injustices embedded in them, for example, stolen land and colonial exploitation, making it hard to ensure that current distributions are just. Furthermore, even if one assumes that past transactions were just, critics like Michael Sandel and Thomas Nagel contend that the unequal distribution of natural talents is morally arbitrary. They argue that individuals cannot claim full moral entitlement to benefits derived from their natural talents, thus challenging the idea that the state has no role in addressing resulting economic inequalities. The second critique pertains to community and the common good. Critics argue that Nozick's emphasis on individual rights, to the exclusion of other values, overlooks the importance of community and the common good. Communitarians, for instance, believe that individuals are deeply shaped by their communities and cultures, and this interconnectedness implies certain mutual obligations. They argue that a minimal state might not adequately address public goods or the social fabric that binds individuals. A purely voluntary system, they contend, might fail to produce necessary public goods like education and healthcare, or address tragedies of the commons. By focusing solely on individual rights, Nozick's framework might neglect the broader societal context that makes individual freedom meaningful. In conclusion, while Robert Nozick's political philosophy is a significant departure from many 20th century theories that advocate for a more involved state, by placing individual rights at the center of his theory, he challenges the idea that the state should play a significant role in determining economic outcomes or ensuring a particular distribution of resources. While Nozick's views have been the subject of much debate and criticism, his emphasis on individual rights and skepticism of redistributive policies have left an indelible mark on political philosophy and continue to shape discussions on the role of the state in society. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and write a comment telling us what you liked.